is The Hill. Talking Rugby League with Sam Perry and Tim Sparks. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Tim Sparks and welcome to The Hill. The Terry Hill, the Scott Hill, the David Barn Hill, the Craig Green Hill. You know what those names mean. They mean state of origin. State versus state, mate versus mate. Blue vs Maroon, Cockroach v Cane Toad, it's the pinnacle of the code, it's the elite, it's the best players from the best sporting state in the country against the best players from Queensland, it's state of origin, and just like everything else this year, we are well and truly out of whack because we're coming to you in November from the Adelaide Oval, we're replacing the short boundaries and the idea of two spinners with goalposts and the idea of maybe two backs on the bench, but... Nonetheless, we have a big show, a bumper show here on the hill, I must say. All right, we've got the staples, but everything with a state of origin flavor, okay? So, I'm going to do a quick review of the grand final. It'd be remiss not to do that. Otherwise, it's a who would you rather beat with an origin flavor? Bit of history with an origin flavor. A massive preview of game one of the 2020 state of origin series. So, let's get into it. All right, well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. And it's unbelievable that Rugby League is still going, given that it's about 30 degrees outside and it's November. But hey, it's a great code. We're here for the code. Uh, And as I said, a massive show. So, uh, you know the drill these days. Uh, You know, um, I've got all the staples of the program. We're going to get into it. But the very first thing we do is we have a text message from my co-host, my friend, uh, Sam Perry, who hasn't been with us since, you know, probably about round nine or ten when the Tigers might have been in the finals, but we get a text message from him, so what I'll do is just read it out now. Here we go. A text from Pezza. Uh, oh, oh, hi, hi, Tim. Uh, Pezza here. Congratulations on doing such a wonderful show. think it's really going well. Well, oh, thanks very much, Pezza. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the, the the Tigers will be struggling again, no doubt, bringing in Mansour, etc. Et and uh, no doubt you've been watching the programs with Gould and Kent and, and all that malarkey. But you'll pretend that you've not been watching the programs and that you've got other things going on in your life. Well, that's not really so true, Pezza, is it? Uh, uh, but uh, go well, mate. It's been a really good cast. And, uh, uh, you know, here's, here's cheers and cheerio. Well, what a great message, and what would you know, that was actually Pezza talking, because you know what, he's here in person, in the studio, the restrictions are being lifted, Pezza, and that actually wasn't me bumbling over the text message, it was your good self talking, welcome back to the hill. (laughs) It's good to have you here, mate, how are you? Um, I'm ecstatic, mate, and look, for those who listen to the hill and have been listening since it became the Sparks show, and rightly so, um, can I just say to you guys, I mean, it's extraordinary to actually be here in the flesh to, to see how the sausage gets made. Mm. Um, I mean, just to lift the hood a little bit on this, we did a bit of a sound test before we started recording, didn't we, Tim? We did, and, yeah. And uh, we, we each ask of ourselves to speak into the microphone the way we will on mm. the show. Yeah. And, uh, and then you started talking on the, you know, in the show proper. And you'd have to be about three, uh, deci- th- three times the decibel mm. level of that original amount. So, and, and just, I mean, I tr- might try and get a photo of this for the listeners as well. It's actually really interesting just to see how you prepare, um, particularly given your um, vast technology issues that you tend to have. So I'm just keen to see whether you're... The computer holds up, yes. the phone holds well, up, right. and because I can now verify whether those things have actually happened. I mean, it's really wonderful seeing your copious notes here as well. Um, I will have to get a photo of that. It's old school. As well. It's old yeah. school. You know, I go. Um, yeah, remember yeah. what you go to. School. I'm, a, I'm a pen and paper guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's about four lines there. Well, well. Yeah. Anyway, so look. That, but that's how we go. That's how we roll here on the hill. It's gr- it's great to be back, and like you know, what a season it's been, Sparks. Mm. Um, the hill put together. 31 episodes. Can you believe 16, you and I, before the pandemic I struck it, yeah. uh, and that we were not permitted by our Premier uh, and, you know, the health system to see each other. Uh, and then 15 episodes of the Sparks show, which has just been phenomenal. And if you'll permit, you know, some sincerity for the listeners as well, mm. it's been amazing. The I show's been incredible. And just so, like, people out there understand, like, 
I've never done it myself, but doing a show yourself, singles, you know, doing it solo is extremely difficult. And then, you know, the way that the show has grown and evolved and you've found your own voice, especially when that voice is three times louder mm. probably than mm. it needs to be. But, um, it, you know, it's been, it's been amazing. So, you know, on behalf of all the listeners of The Hill, I love listening to the show. I know many people around the world have enjoyed listening to it. Thank you, mate. And, uh, and you know, thank you. You've made the show your own. And, look, I'm just here. Uh, you know, you're, you're driving the horse. I'm just, on the, I'm just on the cart, so involve me okay, know, how you yeah. will. Oh, great. Well, thanks for your kind For a while. Thanks for your kind words. Mm. Appreciate that. It's also fucking good to be back to start actually challenging a few of the things you say, right, which are absolutely... Yeah. Yeah anguish inducing and I do speak on behalf of the listeners of that as well lots to respect about what you say don't get me wrong we'll get on to that but Christ alive there's some things that just really require a response and I hope to be able to bring that for the listeners because it's been about 15 weeks of unchallenged stuff it's been good it's been it's it's been been really a bit more freedom to you know Mm. have the opinion and Mm. Uh, sort of be safe to express it and that mm. sort of thing. Yeah, well, the safety's gone. A bit more clarity, I guess, mm. in, in the way I was yeah. being able to converse well, with, I hope the, you with enjoy- the listeners. Well, as I uh, say with the adversarial system, the Westminster adversarial system, you know, it's about people chipping away at each other to arrive at the truth. True. So hopefully you're open to a little bit of chipping. In fact, a lot of chipping. Well, yeah. No, look, I'm open so to So we it. can arrive for the truth. No, no, no doubt. Okay. Now, oh, sorry, mate. Crack on. All right. Now, just to clarify a couple yeah. of things. It's been a while since we've run together. Uh, the, the cast has moved in a different direction uh, well not in a different direction but just some structures and some systems just for yourself just mm-hmm. so you know is this the consultant section well not so much but I just want to make it clear or could this be onboarding you're onboarding yeah this is, this is onboarding yeah. been onboarding uh, now we're a preview show now okay when we were doing this last bit, bit of a review I'll listen, I'll some, listen. Re- some reviews I do listen some review show. stuff uh, just, but just so you know uh, so we're more of a preview show which is going to work uh, kind of well for the game one of the, mm. of the series of Origin because mm. we're going to look mm. to preview Which we're looking but I to. guess we're going to have to adapt our structures a little bit moving through the series game two probably a review, review of game one then a preview of game two righto mate three it'll uh, yeah. act as a, a, a preview yeah. for game three but also a review Got of it. game two so just allow for some flexibility in your structures don't get too bogged down in your Seabold you know, tram tracks and stuff like that. You've got to be here and that sort of stuff. A bit more freedom around the park. Right. A bit more Bennett style. Right. Uh, that's pretty much what we're looking at. So we're gonna, what we're going to do... That's it? A grand, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> where I'm boarding. Welcome aboard. Um, there's your desk. We'll see you at training. Um, now, what we're going to do today... Right. It'd be, it'd be extremely remiss of mm. us not to mention the grand final. Okay. I think it would be wrong and remiss... So we'll do that. We'll wrap the great the GF Mate, in a bit. You've already introed the show. You've said what we're doing. This is like the third. Well, let's get into yeah. it. Well, let's just no more of this malarkey. Let's get into it now. Can I just ask you firstly before yeah. we even start any of this? Please. It is two oh six on the third of November, and we're talking about State of Origin Rugby League. Um, for me, I'm absolute. I think I've actually like I've stopped even. It's further than being out of whack. It's just you know it's. I th- it's meant to be cold in June and like the first time I really feel like winter is set is when Origin's on. Right. Now, blue sky, mm. summer, mm. like, is it weird for you? How are you feeling? How are you dealing with it? Well, the game's tomorrow night. Maybe tonight, if you listen to it on a Wednesday, mm. we're going to have to settle on something. How are you feeling? You ready for it or you... Well, I'll go first things first, mate. I mean, I struggle to believe that you're not getting ready for Origin <laughs> in your own head. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um... I struggle to believe that you're not still consuming uh, two to three hours of rugby league programming on TV, let alone print or online publications uh, during the day. Okay. Uh, and you're not denying that. I can see that. Uh, so I, I don't want to be pretending anything. Secondly, uh, well, you know, word on the street, and by that I mean Billy Moore, and I'm not going to go into that. No. Um, has said that it's 30 degrees today in Adelaide as we go to where on, on Tuesday, tomorrow, 17, by night time, 12 degrees. Queensland boys will be shitting themselves. Now, hang on. Okay, 12 degrees at night. That's a little bit more like origin, isn't right. it? Here's That's a few cool. other things to think about. Yep. Okay, Because you used to be quite optimistic around rugby league. This is interesting from you, uh, having been away from well, you for sort of four, four or so months or so. Uh, are, 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 you not, are you not feeling a feel-good vibe? Queensland are out to scare us. 
No, Queensland, that's true. Queensland, Queensland might spring a surprise. Feel good saying that. Feel good saying that. Okay. Cody, Cody Walker, where's he going to play? Wayne Bennett is out to surprise, isn't he? Mm. You know, he likes being the underdog. Eight, eight Maroons uh, debutants. Mm. Word today that Xavier Coates may or may not play. Mm. You know, th- that's only going to be followed by the virus sweeping through the camp. Mm. You know, there's a lot the of the tro- old the origin virus tropes. Or the... Pandemic, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just a virus. Who knows what it is? I mean. We can't afford it to be, uh, you know, to be COVID anymore. But, uh, you know, Luke Keery, where's he actually from? I mean, there's plenty of tribes mm. to go around. If you just want to close your eyes and pretend it's rugby league all the time, like they do down here in Melbourne with the Aussie rules, you can. Yeah, I mean, that's you actually know? true. And, and you do do that. And I think you should embrace oh. that. Well, as in that I think that all other sports are rugby league. No, the way just, the you just close your eyes and pretend it's rugby league. AFL. Rugby league 365 if you want. Right. you got that in you. you got that gear in you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, good point. All right, and look, you know. I'll... So I'm embracing. Okay, okay. I'm good. not gonna. I'm not gonna say. Good, oh, I'm happy to hear. And, and, and the fact is, mate, the pandemic's here. I mean, we're living in uncertainty. Yeah. Everything is uncertain. Start to deal with it. Uh, well, just accept that circumstances are different. Accept, don't expect. There you go. Exactly. Accept, don't expect. Who said that? Seabold. I think I think Buddha might have said that. I always mix those two up. Yeah, yeah but then so, someone else. Yeah, coaches have picked it up. I'd be surprised if anything came across normally. Do you know what I mean? I at do. The, at this point in time, everything's flipped, and so Origin on you know in uh, early November at the Adelaide Oval. Well, what, uh, what next? Let's carry on. Sweet. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of what next, let's just quickly before we it's an Origin show. Sure. All right. The fans have come for an Origin show. Sure. They want Origin. All right. Uh, they're feeling the similar way to you. They're up for it. But let's okay. just quickly remiss of us not to mention uh, that Melbourne beat Penrith. Uh, 26-20 in the grand final. What are we looking at? 10 days ago? Did you watch it? How did you see it? Yeah, I did. And and look, you know, being down here in Melbourne, you can't really explain the experience of the NRL grand final without putting it next to the AFL grand final, which is the day before. If that's okay, is that permitted? Mate, for context? It's permitted. It's more than permitted. You Mm. know, Melbourne won it. You know, Mm. Melbourne took out. They took out the the, the NRL. The Melbournians are proud. You know, sporting capital of uh, bloody Victoria. Melbournians are proud that they won the rugby. So, uh, the, the, the day prior, although it was being played in Brisbane, there was still a, there was still a feeling around Melbourne. People were upset, and, and rightly so, mm. the way the Melbournians kind of defend the way a grand final should be done. I, I, I must concede I admire it. Yeah. You know? No, you okay, do. they're a little bit, possibly a little bit sort of fundamentalist about it, starting to get into religious territory and stuff, but you've got to admire the way they defend their, their no, ritual. Right. Okay? Um, prepared to give a bit of, bit of um, rope to Melbournians at the moment. Yeah. Uh, being one, you know, well, with right. you at the moment for residential purposes. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you've got whoever sings up there, Kazali singing in an empty <laughs> Melbourne stadium. Possibly the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's I'd right. Say, possibly the funniest thing I've ever seen. My wife, we got a ten week old baby. She doesn't even like sport. Possibly hates it. She's lactating. Yeah. Listen to it. She's, she's literally the, the breast starts lactating when it believes it needs to start feeding when it's feeling right, an emotional that's connection. What, that's how it happened. Right? Okay. The sun was due to feed. Okay. Okay, don't be wrong. But she so started, she, she she was standing there going, oh, "I'm lactating here now." And now for all of you out there who think that's a bit weird or whatever, get fucked. Yeah. Okay. That's what women uh, do. Very, that's, what, that's a very uh, first thing. That's what happens. Okay. You 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 you're psychos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you creeps. Yeah. All right. Now she's lactating, and. Uh, and I'm thinking, hmm, you know, who could say that about rugby league? We move forward. We fast forward to Sunday. The game's on. It's a wet ANZ stadium at Homebush. Amy Good Shark game. was singing. Amy Shark. It wasn't quite uh, up there because but Amy Shark was singing Never Tear Us Apart by NXS. Yeah. Well, just trying to set the pre-scene oh, no, no, like and, and, and wonder if that, rugby league right. pregnant women around rugby league. Would have been lactating. Had they been in a similar situation, you can't. You're guessing that there's not a lot of lactation going on. Hearing that song, Amy Sharp. If it had been like simply the best or something, maybe well, then maybe you start to. And what was it about the pre-match entertainment of both codes where like bands kind of defaulted to their softer songs? Like DMA's played I know, the film, was... they played their softer songs. I mean, they've got some absolute bangers yeah. that got left in the can. Yeah. There and maybe it was a lactation. Maybe people just. I don't know. You know, it's a weird year. That's a exactly. Weird year. That's now, right. Uh, so who would you? Ha- you probably need Tina Turner singing "Empty" in the Sydney Football Stadium to get the similar. Yeah, level of or Barnsley or something like mm. that. I guess in the rubble you know? of the SFS. Yeah, yeah. As 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 per the Fox, that's what Fox did. So they were ahead of the game. Anyway, what I think about the game, it was a fizz- it was a fucking fizzer. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne Storm. 
too clinical, too cohesive, can't make an error against him if you ever want to win. Penrith, uh, I'm sorry, guys, but fantastic all year, but you're, uh, I, I do believe that they are victims, uh, their own victims, of youthful exuberance, mm. you know? They made... Um, they, I, I felt, thought Gould got a bit of shit, you know? Well, he got a lot of shit for his um, disgracefully biased commentary, but um, and it was funny watching Melbournians react to that when they don't watch the game. But... Um, he did make a point about 20 minutes into the first half where he said Penrith throw on top here. Now, he was over the top saying that, but they were playing a roughly equivalent footy by and large, but they were making these enormous fucking mistakes. It was not befitting of a grand final, I'm going to say, frankly. Great. Not befitting of a grand final. And who's fucking the worst team you want to make them against? The Storm. The Storm. And they punished they them. And, and, and they duly punished them. Yeah. And I fell asleep with 10 minutes to go and I missed the, the, the wild uh, the wild comeback or whatever it was. With yeah, Penrith, well, play, it, was, it was a bit of a... F- it was as Ivan Cleary claimed that Canberra were managed back into the they game in about round 11. They were managed. There's like a- that try... Sat, you know, look, I was... Nothing more than I wanted was for Penrith to win the game. Mm. The, the, the try nothing was a, a shepherd. It was an old-fashioned shepherd. It wasn't even it was- construction. Uh... Is there a difference between a shepherd and an instruction? Well, sort of, I guess, because a shepherd is is a shepherd is when you run around yeah. the player. Yeah. Yeah, when you run a, when basically a block and you, you run right around the player. But you can sort of have Abstraction is the official term, isn't it? Is a shepherd the colloquial Probably, term? yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Mm. But an old-fashioned shepherd... Because I like the word shepherd because you good. think about shepherds with sheep. Yeah. Shepherds yeah, I mean, when, he runs, when he runs right around the player. Yeah. But I guess an obstruction, it can be like a lead runner mm. that gets his line mm. wrong or something and he still mm. moves the ball. He doesn't exactly run behind him. Uh, but, I mean, it was extremely blatant. The, I thought the first sin binning was harsh. But there was a play before that. I think it was Fisher-Harris... Like it, it should have been a drop ball to play the ball, which is what Penrith are doing all night. Mm. But it went Penrith's way. Down they come. Anyway, uh, so mate, it was it was a fizzle. It was disappointing. I'd like to you know Penrith played uh, one of their worst games of the season, if not their worst. Uh, they saved they saved that. How much does Melbourne force that upon you psychologically? I think a fair bit. Yeah, I have to say, with with respect to Melbourne, yeah, you know, definitely. As a rugby league unit, uh, you know they they're. They, they now must be mentioned as up there as one of the great teams of all time. Yeah, yeah, they must be. Yeah, they must be, but uh, we won't. It's a shame. Can I bring you back to the Gould stuff yeah, just mate. very quickly? Yeah. You know something I was thinking? You know how well Penrith were represented in the commentary ranks, just in general? Yeah. So if we're going, um, if we're going ABC Radio, Triple M Radio, Channel 9 and Fox... So you're going, Channel 9 was obviously Phil Gould. Yeah. Uh, Fox was Greg Alexander. Yeah. Triple M was Ryan Girdler and Mark Geyer. Yeah. And ABC Radio was Luke Lewis. Yeah. That's a lot of Penrith representation mm. just throughout just the commentary fraternity. Mm. Something in that. You know, I mean, it's very heavily weighted. Like, I mean, Gould's very powerful. Mm. Very powerful. Oh, you're you know? suggesting that Gould has has, has, has somehow... used these guys as chess pieces and placed them across and the media. And he goes, media. "Blokes, you just do you, you do your bit. Yeah. Do your bit for bloody uh, Triple M, yeah. Louis. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna what get bit? Louis. I'm going to get you in at ABC. See. Just you know, I know Maury. Exactly. I yeah. can you know I can help you out there. Get in there. Just you know, do it your way. But yeah. you know, get Penrith on board, and, and, and it'll slowly influence the referees at the end of the day because it starts to filter down. The whispers are going around. Gould's like, look, I'm happy to take the criticism. You know, the Melbourne blokes they'll come at me. You know, I'll get the stuff on Twitter. I'm happy to take that. That's why I'm the general manager of football. Right, Gerds? No, he's not anymore. But, but he is. You know, he is. He's you the general manager he still of the, the coach. Exactly. You know. Gerds, just do your bit, Triple M, your funny stuff, you know, your likeable, yeah. MG, you know. They're in all your in man's room man, while every, this, right? That's right, How many yeah. years ago? Oh, uh, probably three or four. Three or four. Yeah. So, so, so Lewis is Roughly. It's all building, yeah. yeah. Well, but, you know, still a Penrith guy. And that was part okay. of when uh, Lewis left the Sharks. Part of the deal was, look, mate, I just need you down at the Sharks. Sharks. Three or four years. Moved down there as well. Moved yeah, out of great, great spot to live, mate. You know, family mm. will enjoy that. Mm. If you get him a premiership, fine. Mm. Cronulla are... They're not. They're not threatening. Mm. You know, get well, them. A, what, but the truth. but when you when you're required, yes. come back for your Penrith stuff. Get you. You know, when you're done yeah. with the plane. Well, you left out Matthew Elliott of the ABC as well. Well, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. You've you left know? him out. I have. Mm. This goes me. to show. That's remiss. Mm. Once again. Ah, uh, but that's slightly, slightly yeah. more serious because that was serious. Could you just say well, the one? No, that you was know the thing about serious. Well, um, Phil Gould has personally placed 
Penrith stalwarts into Yeah, on behalf positions. of other Penrith power brokers. Yes, yeah. into, into Don't forget each. they've got a very strong leagues club up there. Mm. I don't, Real no, strong no, leagues club. I don't know club. what that's got to do with the guys commentating. Well, we just want ABC, people to but, come in and yeah. put money behind the pokies yeah, and you know, yeah, keep them all employed and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying things you know about Penrith. And just, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know the one thing that I will, the only thing I will say about Phil Gould, and you know he's like just very pro, like yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Like it, because you, you're positive. Remember you're exactly. This. You know what? The, it actually did. I reckon this is actually kind of being serious. It actually showed an insight into how he was such a good coach. Like because he, from all reports, Gould is very smart, but he was really good at motivating and really good at. Um, storytelling and selling guys an idea mm-hmm. like the whole time he was just selling everyone and maybe even selling himself that they were still in the game because mm-hmm. that's what he's going to have to go and do at half time if he's the coach no 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 hang on you know and it's, it almost becomes is it self-fulfilling prophecy yes sort of yeah. thing and just it's not psychopathic but mm-hmm. like just single minded no 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 we are actually in this and I can convince you know intercept try you know against the run of play you know penalty try no no we're in this I think it did maybe Slightly, just to give Gould some credit, uh, it did show a little bit of an insight into actually what made him such a successful coach and how he could. Because so much of coaching is selling, really. You're trying to sell an idea to players. Mm. You're selling an idea how to play. You're mm. selling them the idea that they're still in the game. That you're selling them the idea that you can still win it. Um, and that's really what he was actually doing. And I think you know, all sort of jokes aside, it was actually interesting mm. to to hear that mm. and then you go well, hang on that's how you got the best out of people mm. all the time and you actually have a great record in big games and grand finals Gould's Gould's brand like all great coaches is like prediction you know mm. like, like Gould's brand is I am the Nostradamus of rugby yep. league I, I can I, I can read what's happening before it happens and then you probably get to a point when you've been in the game for so long where you start to feel your own hype and you actually just start to psychologically will things that's right and that's why it's quite entertaining watching him on commentary sometimes mm. when the game is not proceeding the way that he would like to psychologically will, will it whether he's got a bet on mm. it or not mm. uh, and mm. And, and watch him slowly, um, I, I guess, crumble uh, internally, mm. but also on the, on the show. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's just one of those things, isn't it, Sparks? I mean, Gould's yeah. copying a lot of shit right now uh, because of his blatant bias and seeming lack of care for that. Uh, but you have to point out that, yeah, like, he, it's like Andrew Johns. Like, both of them can, like, do occasionally come up with insights that, make you think you know and make you go that is true that is it's just a slight little uh, ray of light into their yeah, genius yeah. and then the other 80 to 85 percent is either um in, in the case of gold bias or in the case of john's um uh, slurring mm, yes mm, absolutely okay so yeah look probably i guess a bit of a disappointing grand final for what i thought was a pretty good final series okay uh okay now that was the grand final. Yeah, as you right, said. just you know, as j- respect, I guess, for people, the listeners probably wanted to hear a little bit yep. of that. Now, are you ready? Like, I've got thirty minutes left here. Okay, it's just it's it's wall to wall origin. Right, right. Now, how are we doing this? Like, what's going on? It feels like I'm sort of anchoring this, which is not the traditional sort sure, of show. It's not the traditional show. way we were doing this on the hill. Mm. Uh, hope the listeners don't mind it. Mm. Uh, look. As I said, I think... What sort of approach do you want? Well, you part of the... Are you going to well, collaborate or what? Part of the structure is I think we need some <laughs> flexibility, all right? We need to allow for flexibility. So, look, if we want to go in and out of who is uh, uh, hosting and who's providing the colour, well, look, let's just be flexible with it. All right. But can I ask you Two to kick things off? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Just going at it, Brad, you know? Brad Drew and PJ Marsh. Totally. Perfect work. example. Thank you. Perfect who's example. Drew? Uh, yourself. Okay, I'll take that. Which, really which is probably a, that's Ooh, a cricketer good too, Brad Drew. Is that right? Mm. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who would you rather be? John Rebo or John Lane? Well, State of origin flavour. Yeah. And we're Queensland. not here. You're not here on yeah. the hill for the mainstream. Yeah. We're not here yeah. about Brad Fittler and Brad, yeah. Brad Clyde. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah. We, we, we may do that next week, yes. but realistically... Not we're here, here for Trent talk. Barrett and Trent Merrin. Exactly. We're here for John Rebo and John Lane. Dang. Who would you rather be? Some Queenslanders. And we, If there is a Queenslander listener out, out here, well then, this is a, a nod to you, hmm. the Queenslanders. Pezza, John Lang or John Rebo? Well, let's just go through the, you know, my knowledge of both of them. Okay. Yeah. John Lang. Uh, you know... 
did his rugby league playing before my time. Yeah. So psychologically, it doesn't exist in yeah. my head as much, which says everything about me, nothing about John. But it was a pre-90s era, yeah. pre-fully professional era. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, I've heard many, many players remark on what a good player John Lang was. And possibly, probably a better player than his son, who I know and remember and can see in the flesh. So it's hard for me to conceive of that. Again, marking out my own, uh, you know, poor intellect. Uh, but, but it achieved a fair bit as far as I understand. Now, here's something I learned about John, John Lang today. John oh, Lang yeah? was in Wally Lewis's top six origin hookers of all time. Top six origin hookers of Is all time. Is that um, across both Across uh, both states? states. Yep. I'll name the others for you. Possibly. Uh, Cameron Smith, Smith. Ben Elias. Danny Badiris. Uh, I suppose he's probably got Steve Walters Steve in Walters. there at some point. Yep. Um, Did you say Ben Elias? Yeah, Ben Elias. Yeah, of course. Well, John Lang's five, so we're looking at one yeah, more. Yeah, one more. Uh, I don't know who that would be. Who, who, who might be some hookers we're thinking of there? Wayne Bartram. Aaron Raper got a game. Um, in the Super Robbie Farah. Yeah. I doubt it. Uh, Michael Ennis. Yeah. Uh, well, who have been the Queensland hookers through the years? I mean, it might look at... Bloody like Matt Ballin played Brett for Kineski Queensland might have once. played nine, didn't he? Kineski oh, he was one of the... Bit of a nine? Yeah. It wasn't Mario. Mario only played two games. Who would have played hooker before Benny Elias for New South Wales? Uh, oh, I reckon I can answer that because I used to read Mario Fennick's book. It wasn't... Um, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't Origin uh, Bloody Origin It wasn't Mario himself Was it? No Mario only got two We're games scrambling here I'm no, scrambling Mario only got two for games a, For, for if, a list If I was New South Wales Origin Hooker 1987 Where are we going? What are we thinking about? 87 uh, Mario Elias Not Mario Not Elias Phil Blake No No no. One of the Mortimer brothers In there uh, Oh I've got it Yeah and, and we, we should have got it We should have got really? it Really? You want to have a go? We're talking about Penrith. I should have got it. We're, we're oh, Roycey Pen- Simmons. Roycey Simmons. Oh, of course. What a bloke. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so that's something to, something to be said for um, for John Lang. Now, there. John Lang would Is have it... been an old school. Would have been old more, more of a prop rather than more of a halfback that's type. That's right. Uh, Speaking of Maro again, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the, the leather balls, mm. the wet surfaces. Scrummaging. You know, yeah, the, uh, you know, lack of necessity for, you know, Spiral passes and ball play. Mm. You had to win the collision. Yeah. And of the we really respect that in that era. Oh, totally. You know? uh, so, yeah, I respect that, John Lang. And then he's gone and had, you know, I'm going to have to say, a pretty stellar coaching career. Some uh, some high, high, I feel like there was a lot of low lows for John Lang. I feel like he coached sides that were terrible, but then he had that one Penrith side with respect to him. He had the Sharks for a bit. Like, yeah, he, true. He, yeah. I've just looked here. You know how many games he coached for the Sharks? Uh, Toss it up 140 No, Times it by 2 almost And then take off 60 220 Um, (laughs) um, But for listen For a win record of 128 87 losses 58% That's a pretty good um, That's a pretty good effort (laughs) You know he didn't, yeah, what, he stopped in 01. Yeah. Went 01 straight. He's coached from 94 to 06 without yeah. a rest. It's, it's Kineski, sorry, I've been looking that up. Kineski was the six. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, yeah, so look, he's done really well, Martin. Uh, John Lang, sorry. Oh, I love and, uh, John Lang. Yeah, and then, and the, love yeah, the way and, you, you know, uh, tracks, a tracksuit coach as well, tracksuit and hat coach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There yeah. wasn't his suit. It was it, no, it no, didn't no. look around as a rugby league no, man. Right. Maybe a dry as a bone in the yeah. Penrith Grand Final, but not a suit. A it's... rugby league man. Yeah. You feel like you could bump into John Lang, have a beer with him, and he'd say a few things at the side of his mouth and just th- a few things straight yeah. to his face. He'd sit in some pub in Queensland or something and he'd give you a few yarns. John Rebo, on the other hand, Tim. Yes. A fine player from all reports. Mm-hmm. A fine winger. Again, before my time. Well, I have to pay credit to a taller, slimmer man. Mm. Kicking around in the seventies. Yeah, right. 70s. He actually is an international, John Reaper, wasn't he? Yes, I think he was an international. Yeah, yeah. Nine games for Australia. Well, that's that's a fair few games back then too. And and, and, and nine tries, mm. a try per game. Uh, yeah. So so obviously pretty speedy. It was back then when wingers were, just, were finishers, you know. Um, Oh, hang on a second. John Lang's played three games for Australia too. Yeah. Seven between 73 and 80. A lot of those... You know Wayne Bennett's played for Australia? <laughs> no, fair dinkum. Yeah. No, I believe you. I like, believe a lot you. of those Queensland guys who you just associate with either being in administration or uh, coaching have actually played the code mm. for Australia. Mm. 
Do you think that's funny? Like, people going about... I know I've diverted a little bit with yeah, Wayne no, Bennett, but, like, yeah. a lot of people are just like, oh, Wayne Bennett wasn't much of a play. He's just a man's man. man. And he goes, he played for time. Australia. Yeah. Played the code for the country. Yeah. Man, it, it happens all across sports in Australia. I mean, People just people, forget. Like, people like... Man, respect. Dean Jones couldn't get a coaching gig for a few reasons. R.I.P., the, the late great, but... Uh, not enough tests for Australia. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of scenarios where it's just like... You know, you're yeah, damned but, if you do, if you're damned if you don't. Well, you know, you know, did you really play? So, yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, can I tell you something that's interesting? Yes. About both John Rebo and John Lang. Yeah, mate. So John Rebo played for West in Brisbane, yeah. then went on to play for West in Sydney. Oh yeah. John Lang played for East in Brisbane, then yeah. went to play for East in Sydney. Yeah. Was that a thing? There was no affiliation. Is it just like? I couldn't tell you. I mean, I always well, look, like, I've always had a soft spot for Norths in Brisbane for obvious reasons. Yeah, uh, Billy Slater played for them. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I yeah. do have a soft spot. But then them. Norths aren't the Bears in Brisbane. For oh example. God, no! East oh, of the God, no. East of the Tigers yeah. in Brisbane. East Tigers with the old Balmain logo. Mm. Um. Well, mate, who would you rather? Era be? As well. John Very similar era. Well, John they Link's both played in that nineteen, like the one-off game in nineteen eighty. We're actually really getting into this chat with John Lane and John Reed. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't mm. it? Uh, so they both played in that 1980 game yeah. uh, where, you know, Arthur Beetson... That's the one where Arthur Beetson came from reserve grade for Parramatta and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, like, yeah, Queensland, just the, the quintessential origin game. Queensland, listen, under strength. Queensland win 20-10. to 10, They're both playing. Listen. Man of the match is Chris Choppy Close. Listen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sydney Olympics. Yes. Teams walk in. Each, yes. each country walks in. Andrew Gaze is... The flag bearer right. for Australia. Where am I going with this? Don't know. Well, in 1996-1997, when Super League metaphorically walked into the stadium, who was the flag bearer for Super League? Jay Rebo. John Rebo, yeah. So, going to find it Scratch very, very difficult. Scratch him off the list. I'm going to find it very difficult to say I'd like to be him for the, well, the destruction of the game, yeah. as far as I could see it. An unhealed wound possibly yeah. never to be here. The worst thing to ever happen in the yeah. game. Killed and your that, club, uh, killed my club halfway. Right. And you know, if you want to look at the attitude at the time, you know, of Super League led by Jay Rebo, I won't say his full name. Have a go at his conversation Reeves. with Reeves. Yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Have a <laughs> Have a go at his conversation with Mario. Yeah. Back then. He just tried to front up on him. Just tried to front him on the footy Mario show. Mario was pretty good about it too. It was Queensland footy that show. That was the Queensland it? footy show. You yeah. can find that footage on YouTube yeah. somewhere. There was yeah. this Queensland only footy show That's kicking right. around. Yeah. And it man. looks Queensland too. Fuck, you know, it it's brown. Good, man. It was good mm. gear. Mm. Really good gear. Good in a sort of, you know, could be very bad. And very totally. Good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Was that probably where your Mahatma coat was kicking around before he came out? Would have thought so. You would have thought he'd done a bit of. I'd imagine so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, imagine, the the, you know, yeah. Yeah. So when you say good gear, well, yeah. Good for the time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, good to look back upon with historical curiosity. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Why am I laughing? No, no, it's not cause of what he's saying. It's it's the it's the context. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so John Lane. It sounds like we're lying. All right. Like now, hey, for hey. the you got two more weeks. Uh, listeners of the show, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do a State of Origin flavour, something in a similar vein. Or who would you rather be yeah, request? Let us know. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, you could do Darren Smith or I was gonna say Darren, Darren Albert, Fritz. Well, Darren Albert. He only got a few games, didn't he? Uh you know And if you want to do a few wordplay ones, stuff, you know, like you know, Noel Cleal or, you know, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Oh Cleary. Mate, the door's open. Doors like open. just walk through I'll it. Have That's a all you gotta do, yeah. Yeah. So it's all there. Yeah. Don't say you haven't been invited. There's a there's an open invitation. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Now, Pezza. Yeah, man. Bit of history. Hey, this is your first... Okay, bit of history. Just I've, a enjoyed, bit of history. I've enjoyed this segment. It's going to be origin flavour this time round. Okay, now... Does your phone work for this one? Uh, I've left the phone off. Because the microphone's plugged into your computer, I kind yeah. of feel my computer's a bit freer. Oh. It's freed itself up. Right. Because uh, I don't have the recording program cool. running through it. Right. So it just feels a bit freer. Yeah. Um, and look, everything's good, you know. So yeah. now here, this bit of history, right. I'm not sure exactly how to word it, okay? <laughs> but That's a good start. we're going to talk about appearances, okay? We're going to okay. talk about appearances. Uh, top five appearances for Queensland. 
That's and, the history. And the games they've... Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go top five appearances You're going to read Queensland. out a list of who's appeared the most for Queensland. Yep. And then I'm going to do the top five appearances uh, for New South Wales. <laughs> and then like what we're going to do... project again. <laughs> and, and then... I'm imagining you're six years old at Gladesville Public. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bit older, eight or nine. You've got a cut piece of cardboard. cardboard. Dude, what have you got today? Yeah, oh, I've got top five appearances for Queensland. Got the footy cards, like with the the glue stick stuck on, or something like that. Maybe uh, some blue, well, some light blue, dark blue streamers on one side. Uh, you know, right, maroon yeah. on the other. Yeah, exactly. holding up the card. No, like a ruled margin or something, a ruled yeah, border. Yeah, I've got or my margins here. Yeah. Now for the cane toads. No, just listen to this. The cane toads. Yeah. Right, bit of history. <laughs> top five players. Okay, so you got. Do you know who they are? Cameron Smith, one. Thurston, two. Yeah. Lockyer, three. Langer, four. Sivina, Siva, five. That sounds about right. Now, Cameron Smith played 42 games. Yeah. Right? Sivina, Siva, coming in fifth, 33. Yeah. And then Thurston... Well, Gary Larson would be too far behind that. Would he be like 27 or something? 24 to 27? Uh, I've got a games. list of two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. 10, 12, 14, 15. doesn't feature. Well, well, and Bob Lindo is 25. But this is where we're going with it. This is where we're going with it. It's yeah. very topical that you mentioned is that. It? Now, so, you know, high 40s and then even Sivita C with 33 coming in fifth. Now, do you know the most cap play for New South Wales is? Uh, hmm. Look, it, 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 it's Fittler. obvious. Fittler, yes, well it? done. You know how I many he's played though? Last of like for twenty four. Fitler would be would would be late twenties maybe. Yeah, thirty one. Yeah, yeah. thirty one. So he wouldn't even get into the top five Queensland. of the Queensland most cap players. Right. Then you go Eddinghausen twenty seven, Gallon wow. twenty four, Daly twenty three, Johns twenty three. That's your top five. So Johns twenty three is fifth. The fifteenth most capped Queenslander is Bob Lindy with twenty five. Yeah. Bit in that. Mm. There was something. That, 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 does that just teach us that? When Queensland has a player that they, they they blood players earlier, and when they have a player they really like, they stick with them all the way through. I mean, is that kind well, of well? That, that's one thing it teaches us, I guess. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Or the second thing is, does New South Wales just chop and change all the time, and they're never but that happy? But that would be the, always the looking for a new angle. Wouldn't be how many players they've used, right? I mean, you know how they you always compare like English Test cricketers and Australian Test cricketers in England have gone. Oh, through with like how many they've used? Nearly two and a half times the amount of Test cricketers over the same period of time, with about the same amount of matches, and it kind of just indicates that Australia have won much more as well, so tend to stick with their side too. You know, chicken or egg. Okay, so I've got this here for you. Yeah. Want to have a guess how many either team have used or just want me to oh, tell you? Yeah, just, oh, just tell me. I don't know. Okay, so Queensland have used 203. Yep. The 203rd player, friend of the show, Christian Welsh. Huh. We had a fine game in the grand final. Oh, did he? Love to uh, talk to New South Wales, 287. So, so they've used 87 more. 84 more. 84 more. I mean, no, 203, I said for Queensland. That's, that's nearly, that's nearly, that's what's about 45% more players. Or something like that. Over the same period. That, that's a fair bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing. I was for re- every change Queensland make, New South Wales make two. Yeah, I was reading really listening to something. Something like, I forget the percentages. It was just like, Matthew. When New South Wales pick a team the year after, like they're they're say they're seventy percent like Queensland is like ninety percent chance if they get picked one year they'll get Sounds picked like again. Yeah. Okay, and then with New South Wales it's like if they get picked they're like seventy percent chance to get picked again. If they change clubs, it like plummets to like forty percent right. or thirty percent or something. Okay. And so is that the fact that like New South Wales, because there's more clubs there and you don't have to, for a New South Wales player, you don't have to move states to move clubs. So it's an easy decision perhaps to move clubs, but that shouldn't, but that if shouldn't, you're changing clubs, that shouldn't you're probably dig- not going that well. Well, not necessarily. No, 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 well, what if you're a marquee player? You're a marquee player. It happens. It can happen. Marquee player. You know, Brad Fittler went from Penrith East. He was going pretty well. If you can name, like there is a correlation between players. Tedesco? who go really- Going pretty well at Tigers, goes over and play the Chooks. Yes, there are exceptions, Tim, but, you know, if you've got... Generally speaking, generally speaking, if you're going well as a player, you're being held on to. In all walks of life, really, you know? Well, no, I... Well... Gen- there are exceptions, Tim, but generally speaking, 
You know, think about all the great players. You're, you're struggling to get more than sort of two clubs out of them. It's quite interesting anyway, you now say that. Now, here's the only thing I want to say. Quite interesting you say okay. that, because I'm going to just quickly say, yeah. Cameron Smith, most capped player, one club player. Thurston debuted in 05 for the Cowboys, only played Origin at the Cowboys. Darren Lockyer only played for the Broncos, third most capped. Alan Langer only played for the Broncos, fourth most capped. Sivan Asiba. Two clubs. Two clubs. Then it goes Meninga, only Canberra. Two, four, well, six. He would have played at some Fittler, two clubs. Eddinghausen, one club. But that doesn't even correlate because then it goes Gallon, one club. Daly, one club. Johns, one club. Rod mm. Wishart, one club. Mm. So that the whole changing club things is a myth. Yeah. Um, can I say, just on that though, you know, on the usage of New South Wales players, here's the thing. It's around this time we start lauding the way Queensland goes about origin. And we've said this before on the show. Mm. This is the one reason why I disagree that there will be a Queensland ambush, unless, you know, Abdo puts the call in. Um, you disagree means, there'll be a Queensland ambush? Yeah, and ambush. I'll tell you why. So you're saying there will be a Queensland ambush? No, I'm saying there won't be a Queensland ambush. Oh, yeah, there ambush. won't be, okay. They won't. I'll tell you why. Because Brad Fittler understands what makes New South Wales New South Wales. Yeah. He leans in. Yeah. To New South Wales yes. larishness. Yes. Hey, New South Wales, and we've said this before, New yes. South Wales is Coogee Bay. New yes. South Wales is getting drunk. New South Wales is indiscretion. Yeah. New South Wales is flair. Yeah. New South Wales is soft. Yeah. Uh, and it is. Skillful, skillful. Sk- skill, sk- skillful and larish. Skill based. He understands that and he leans into it. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's affluent. It is. It's affluent. It's city based. Yeah, that's right. It, um, if you're wearing the wrong shoes, you don't get into the club and you don't get into the New South Wales team. Mm. You know, it's it's superficial, mm. right? It's vain. It's shiny. It's shiny. It's polished. And The Emerald City. Indeed, Sin City. Queensland, the opposite. Queensland knows who they are. Now, right. what, what are we, you know, identity is Chinos everything. Chinos and check, uh, checked um, shirts yeah. from Sun the country. Yeah, says, know, know yourself mm. and the opposition and in a thousand times... You won't lose a battle or some shit. Yes. You know? Not yes. your enemy or some Definitely. some gear like that. Definitely. All right? That was word for word. Yeah. That's why I trust New South Wales would be good because they do have far better players in Queensland. Okay? They do. Yeah. Uh, and far better players. We're moving players. into the preview element Sorry, of the show. Sorry, No, no. I'm saying keep going. I'm just saying for the listeners following right. on, we're previewing. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. No, keep uh, going, oh, no, mate. No, 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 this no, is no, good. No. We're, I'm just saying we've merged from the bit of history okay. into the preview of the game. Clean. That's what we like. We like a Clean. flow, you know. Well, and that's part of the well, structure. That's well. keep, keep the ball moving. Keep it singing. So it doesn't bother me that they've used more players. And too many more players. We don't want New South Wales to become bash and barge Queensland. We don't want them to become loyalists. We don't want to select Alan Tung. Alan Tung doesn't play for New South Wales. You know what I mean? No. Like, he doesn't. That's yeah. He might have got a gig for Queensland, but he's not. He's not one of us. You know, New South Wales is Tamana Tahu. It's 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 Mark Gaznier. You know, it's Twinkle Toes stuff. Gutherson, it's that's Gutherson. a good one. Yeah, Gutherson, Pappenhausen. You know, let's get let's get these guys. Going. You're ready for the side. I tell you, this right, is right, yeah, one no, this is right. Keep going yeah. with this element. Keep going yeah. with this stuff. Well, Tedesco, Adokar, mm. Tupu, yeah, Rooster, yeah, yeah. Chook. Yeah. You know, Chook, Gutherson, Whiten. Mm. Two fullbacks or oh, a fullback and a five eight in the centre is Luke Keary, Nathan Cleary. Trevojevic at lock, Frizzell and Corder in the back row, Paulo and Safidi, Safidi, sorry, uh, in the front, Damian Cook at nine. Then we've got Walker, Haas, Murray, Crichton. I mean, Murray and Crichton, you know, you look at, you, you want to be. private schools. Private schools. Wouldn't have that in Queensland. Payne Haas. There's always got to be at least one uh, New South Welshman playing for the Broncos mm. in the state of origin side. So for them in, to be successful. In, in my opinion. And don't Chris you Johns. Feel, and don't you always feel Michael DeVere. Yeah. James Roberts. Yeah. Terry you know, Madison. Terry Madison. Just a little bit. There's just something in that. Yeah. And I think it works conversely with the Broncos. I think I, I, I talked about this on the, on the program a few times. Yeah. I thought that uh, the Broncos were lacking a New South Welshman. But yeah. then I realised that um, it was that gun player that in the centres for them. James Roberts? <laughs> no, no, no. Not Coates, oh, but he had the same uh, kind of name. Staggs. Tony Staggs. Yeah. He was a New South Welshman. Yeah, still, still is. is. Yeah. He's good. Uh, but anyway, that's what we're looking at there. I mean, you're liking that stuff, Pezza. I like it. I, I, you know, I can't, really, to fault, like I can't really fault the New South I mean, Wales What side. else would you like in there yeah, to make it need? a bit more... Tom Treboy. You know what? You, well, you, well, I guess they have changed the, the, the half because Kiri is, is debuting. Mm. But maybe something a little bit more... Who was six last year? It was, it was Whiten. Whiten was six. Was someone I was think. Well, no, hang on. It was Cody Walker. Game one was yeah. six, yeah. and then he got 
punted. You got punted out of bad game. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure Whiten just came in for two and three because Whiten came off the bench mm. in game one and then he played six for game two. And I know Joey's three. been saying through the week that we're into preview, so Joey's been saying that he sort of. Preferred, oh, well, we're in a preview. He, 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 <laughs> he preferred a bigger body at six, and that is very New South mm. Wales too. Like, they, they don't tend to go two smaller halves, like two two kind of creative types. I know. Uh, John Cl- Timmons? Cl- well, that's what I'm thinking. You know, an Tim, example. Like, even Daly in at six. Even like, like, Baz, and, Trent Barrett? Yeah. Yeah. And Barrett was sort of everything. Barrett was big, in. though, man. But he, he, he was. Still he was. Is. Like, it was sixes who were more, more a 13 than a one. If, 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 you, if you're going on the spectrum of ball play to ball carrier. Um, or, or more of a six and... I don't know, what, what are we... More, no, sorry, I'll put it this way. More of a 13 than a seven. Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. More of yeah. a 13 than a seven. Definitely. Whereas in Cleary and Kiri, you've got two guys who can interchange six and seven, I suppose. Mm. So that's interesting. But I think Luke Kiri, you know, barring injuries, probably in the first half chosen for New South Wales for the last couple of years. I think they want that combination of Kiri and Cordner. Oh, they won that. Gordon, right. That's always been a thing with yeah. rep teams: is yeah. you pick your combinations. Pick your combos. So I think I think Kiri and Cordner is what they want there. It's pretty much about the only one because there's no Penrith players other than Cleary. Uh, I like the idea of two um, fullbacks in the centres. Pick your best players. Pick your best I like, players. I like and it find for a novelty for reasons. Them. I mean, you've never you you're you've got a very um a very what's the word. You know, un- uncomfortable relationship with centres. Yeah, uh, you're 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 not yeah. really on song with what a centre is anymore. You can, oh, no, no. I mean, that's okay. Like, that's okay. I, I don't. I'm not pre- pretending that I do, but you're not sure about where centres fit in. There's a lot of centres you don't rate. You you're just not sure what what the function of it is. Well, I think I think you misinterpreted that. I think I'm very certain of what the function of a centre is. I just think. There's not that many good ones around. That's what I'm saying. It's like center is the hardest position to play in the field. All right, especially defensively. Because you, because you absolutely gave it to the Storm centers all year. I was on point with that. I was on point with that. They, mate, the 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 comeback from Penrith all came down Branko Lee's side. It was a weakness. It was a weakness. But they had, but they must have had the best centers in the game because they won. No, no. Who, who, oh, who does center as well? Which club? Which club does center as well? Good question. Uh, Penrith got dusted. They got dusted. Quite. Ah, ah, well. What? See, this is the bunnies. This is the thing. What? Canberra. Canberra's got good centres. What? Jared Croker got fucking absolutely towered up. Croker and Scott were good in the centres there, but again, with Rappiner coming in there, there was a weakness for them. It's a hard position to play. Maybe that's part of it. And it's again, it's very much a football orientated. So if you're saying Croker's not a body type, you're saying Croker's not a body type. It's not. It's not get your hands. It's not get your hands up above the pack and you know get yourself out above the pack and catch the ball and get your get your you know your tackles from one and three on tackles one and three get us out of trouble it's not that you've got to read you've got to read what's happening you know bring your fucking back roll with you if you can um, do what you know are you it's... saying Whiten's a fullback? no well you said he got two fullbacks in the centres well he's a 5'8 he's played yeah. everywhere yeah okay if well I still, a great centre, why I still he think of Whiten as a fullback do you, you think Croker's a better centre than uh, Gutherson? No, you no, think no. There's a better center than Croker, and he's never played it. Well, that's the thing, and this is again the body. Like, I think they want the bigger, the bigger kind of player. Uh, but they've also what they've done is just gone for the best players. You're just strange. Because you know who came in the centers last year for uh, New South Wales was um, Tommy Turbo. Yes, well, Tom, I, I like think Tom is a very special player. You know what? The best thing New South Wales did. This is when Fitler came in. Uh, it was the year before last. He put Tedesco at fullback, and he put Tobojevic. On the wing, mm. best thing, and that's that yeah. whole idea of mm. just getting the best players and find them a spot. There, you know. And they, I went and watched like that Billy game. Slater and Robbie O Davis, when they were in the same year. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like I watched that game at the MCG. Tim Brasher and fucking who else was there? Was some other coach? Wasn't well, there? Tim Brasher used to play on the wing a bit too. Mullins. Brasher, Brasher was Mullins. the guy that went out. He sometimes yeah. even played in the centres. Brasher was the guy that You're still went. Still dirty on that. No, because it's a reflection of him as a footballer, and it's usually the more versatile the player. More versatile, probably better fo- footballer. Mm. But Mullins played a lot of time at fullback. Then he came he back on the wing too. Yeah, he finished his career at the Roosters mm. uh, on the wing. Okay, so look, I think if you look down that list, most of those players, uh, they're getting themselves into Cargo Bar or yes, and the, that's the test or the Coogee Bay. Yeah. 
What else is open in Sydney anymore? Uh, Do we know? Uh, Conversely, Queenslanders. Ivy. Queenslanders. AJ Brimson. This is the thing about Queensland. It's becoming a bit Gold Coast, which is part of Queensland. Gold Coast was the most successful Queensland side uh, behind the Melbourne Storm this year. You ready for it? Brimson. Mm. Philip Sami from the Gold Coast. Exactly. Xavier Coates. Uh, Branko Lee. Good enough for the it's, origin it's side. It's Branko Lee, isn't it? Just... Branko, sorry. Br- yes. Gagai uh, oh, in the other centre. Then we've got Munster. Uh, Daly uh, at seven. Daly. Uh, Tino at, uh, at Locke. <laughs> uh, Cohen. And just, just an interjection, Cohen ladies has. and gentlemen. Uh, one, one thing that we missed out on that you previewed to me on the phone once before one of the shows was that you were going to refer to every player by their first name and not oh, make yeah. any mention of it. And you yeah. obviously forgot to do it. Well, well, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on in the show, but that would have been really nice, I think, yeah, if no. you'd referred to every player by their first name. What I actually... I ended up doing with the coaches. I did this in the semi-final program. Oh. I did it with all the coaches. If you go back and listen... You'll actually, I might, yeah. you'll actually hear me just calling like Bellamy Craig and like Ricky Stewart, Ricky. Rick. Rick. Uh, anyway, uh, so Papali, friend, and Welsh, your favourite player, which is fine. And that's, he's a good player. You know, I think we've had a bit of a misunderstanding over at my feelings around Christian Welsh. There at the front, Jake Friend's making his debut at age 30. 285 career games in his first Origin game. That's pretty cool. Then you got uh, Carmichael... No, Ben Hunt. Uh, ben Hunt's still getting a gig. Lindsay Collins. They rate him. They really like him. Jai Arrow and uh, Jaden Sewer on the bench. So I'll tell you what, mate. I mean, Welsh, Friend and Papali could easily do damage against anybody uh, on their day. You know, all, all, all three of them could be dominant over the, uh, the Blues forward pack, or the Blues front row. So... Can I give you my opinion? I reckon Queensland have a better halves pairing than New South Wales. Oh, fucking, mate, massive call. I mean, what, Daly Cherry Evans and Cameron Munster, the, the, the international halves? Yeah. Oh, well done, mate. Mate, well, mate, Cleary is the uh, Daly M player of the year, played in the bloody uh, grand final yeah. side. Yeah. Cleary is a, is a, a rooster. Everyone loves him. Okay. Mate, Cherry Evans is the most underrated player in the competition. He's the Australian halfback. Who's, I- the, who's the Australian halfback? Answer. Daily. Tim? Yeah, I think it's Daily Cherry Evans. Who's the Australian 5'8? Munster. Well, well done, mate. Yeah, I'm just saying. They've got good halves. Go out on the street, mate. Go out onto the street and, you know, go talk to the What are they the saying punters. on 3? Because I haven't watched 360. Are they saying that the, the, the Blues halves are the best? No. Are you arguing against Paul Kent? Well, I might yeah. be, but I'm just saying that Cherry Evans is, doesn't get the raps that he deserves. You've had it. You've, oh. And him and Munster. See, this is the sort of stuff. He's the highest paid player in the game, isn't he? Daily Cherry Evans. Cherry Evans is, yeah. So he's the highest paid player in the game. What if people are dirty about the thing you did with the Gold Coast and then come back? Why do people even care about that? Who cares? Who cares? Shit like that that happens all the time in league. Backflip fucking... Tedesco backflipped on the Raiders to the Tigers, you know? Mm. He was going to go to the Raiders. No one talks about that. Mm. Why why doesn't everyone in the media write him off? Why doesn't everyone write Tedesco off? He was meant to go to Canberra. Cherry Evans goes, oh, man, I was going to go to the Gogs. I don't want going to. They pay me more to say Manly. Sweet. My missus is from Manly. All right. I think. I'm assuming that's what I it think was. Daly, Daly um, has intellectual uh, yeah. capacity. Yeah, and that, does. that makes people Threatens uncomfortable. People. It's anti-intellectualism. Now, the outside backs. I guess it's just it's it, you, you, you've got the old the old-fashioned, you know, what's the... Uh, Queensland, you know, from the regions, uh, the lesser players, no one likes us, no one rates us, mm. uh, backs to the wall. Sort of gear. Yeah. Here we go. That's that's basic. Because they weren't that for a long time when they had, you know, your Cronks, your Inglises, your Slaters. Why do people always do that when they refer to players, they pluralise their surname? Your Cronks. Oh, well, your Cronks and your... There's only one Cronk. Mm. There was only ever one Cronk. Your oh, well, cronk. your Cronks and your Slaters and your... Why do people... That's actually a genuine question. Why do people do that? Mm. Where does that come from? Some language convention with that, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to ask Tiger Webb from the ABC. Like they're trying, what they're trying to do is say players like that. With with players like that, yeah. you've got to take in different considerations. But yeah. for a bloke who says it is what it is, is what it is, it's an interesting thing for you to 
get upset about. I mean, th- here's the thing going for Queensland, Sparks, okay. as far as I can see it. I think New South Wales have the better players. That's fine. We know that's not everything in State of Origin. We know that already. But what New South Wales do have, and it's why they've won the last two series, in my view, is that they have a coach who understands that New South Wales has got to be New South Wales. You know, West Wing, let Bartlett be Bartlett, except apply it to New South Wales. Uh, sure. Now, what Queensland have got going for them is the timing of this fixture. Not the fixture, as the AFL guys say, now cricket and stuff like that, of this fixture coming up. My observation around rep football, Sparks, is this. If you play rep football in the middle of the in the middle of the NRL season, players are fit, they're conditioned, they're um, they're all uh, you know ready to play. They've been in their programs and whatnot, their fitness programs for a long time, then their pre seasons tend to find that they sort the wheat from the chaff. Australia always beats New Zealand, for example, in Test football in the middle of the year. No stats to back this up. It's generally what I think happens. That's about right. Yeah. And here's yeah, what that's happens. Right. At, what happens at the end of the year, Tim? New Zealand knock over Australia. A couple of these teams knock over Australia at the end of the year because they're on holidays. It's done. Long season. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all a big exhibition. There's a big exhibition feel to it. Mm. Now, will New South Wales with the better players and also the kind of softer mentality be able to get themselves up at the end of the year? Now, you're going to find the large majority of New South Wales players have played a long season, played at the end of the season. You know, they've got guys who played in grand finals. They've got guys who played in the prelims and stuff like that. Mm. Queensland side, got a few of those guys, but largely made up of fucking, uh, well, a lot of Gold Coast players, Titans. a lot of Broncos players who've had a chance to put their big feet up. And now Wayne Bennett rolls in, body's feeling a little bit fresh, a little bit to make up for from bad seasons. And what have you got in your hands? You got yourself an ambush. You got yourself an ambush. Right, so All what right. are you saying? What's your tip? Here we go. 26 4 New South Wales. Oh, very good. Yeah. Now listen, this is what you say with when it comes to origins. Like, look, on paper, New South Wales should win. Queensland right. twenty six, New South Wales twenty. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go New South Wales uh, thirty two, mm. Queensland twenty four. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it might be a reflection. Just with the new rules. The new rules, yeah. the, the one referee, yeah. you know, the way things are, form. Uh, a dry track, a bit of, yeah. bit of heat, you You've know. You've got to go forward now, don't you? Uh, yeah, well. exactly. A lot yeah. of fatigue in the mm. game these days. Fatigue, yeah. but, but the dry track back, in Adelaide. Exactly. It's been a bit of, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been pretty sunny in, in Adelaide. That's Watching right. The shield. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 32-24, mm. but to the Blues. Yeah, you know what? I mean, because I equivocated there before, and it really frustrates me when you do that. Um, through the course of the year, you've managed to make every prediction about every team, and then when that... When that thing happens, you say, "See, I said that Picked at out, some yeah. point." That's right. Uh, very, very um, clever. There's a tactic. I think yeah. New South Wales going to win as okay. well, and I think look, uh, thirteen plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the preview element. Yeah. Uh, what say we have a couple of questions from a few loyal listeners, right, uh. and then we then we get out of, get out of everyone's hair, okay. leave them to it for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sam Madden's got in touch. He's just congratulated you on your second born. He congratulated oh, thanks, me Sam. on the show. Said he was new Very to the kind. show. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Sam. I think he just... Yeah. Yeah, he, he wraps us. He wraps the program. That's now great. he goes, two questions. I hope you guys are still doing an Origin pod for a couple of weeks. Is that still happening? Well, yes, it is. We're here talking now. Uh, if not, hopefully an end of year retrospective. If not, hope to see you next year. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Lastly... I have a who would you rather be with a little twist. Would you rather be Andrew Voss or Andrew Webster? That goes for Pez too. I would have chosen Andrew Moore or I would have used Andrew Moore, but I'd find it too hard not to choose him. Pezza, basically Voss, Webster, Moore. Vossy, Maury or Webby? Well, first things first, you know, we're talking about establishment media here is, uh, you know, three, three men who've carved out fine careers for themselves in uh, rugby league and sporting media. Mm. You know, uh, it's not easy to um, you know, have a gig and get a gig, to use Scott Morrison's parlance, mm. uh, but the three of them have done it. Uh, obviously, Andrew... Well, let's throw Maury in, but, you know... Morsey. And I'll call him... You know, or Morsey, as, as Dizzy calls him. Uh, that was hilarious. Um, Voss and Andrew Moore are commentators, first and foremost, yes. you'd say. Andrew Moore, specifically, a... a, a Game a broadcaster, a play by a, a very well, good at it, a play by play commentator. Yes. Andrew Moore, Andrew Voss is that, but would you'd also say he does a lot more kind of um, punditry, not so much punditry, but like um, uh, he's more part of the commentariat of rugby league. He right. does more shoulder programming, some peripheral stuff, some color programs. stuff on the side. Couple of programs. So you'd have to say he's got a few strings to his bow. Andrew Voss would you know host panel programs. Um, yeah, he's he's got a wider body of work, wider portfolio of work. Right. Okay. Uh, 
that's not here nor there. It's not sure. necessarily right. Sure. Uh, and he also plies his trade on TV primarily. I know he's got a gig on Sydney's SEN station now doing radio, Andrew Voss. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what both have like. Both have great voices, I should say. Andrew Moore is particularly good voice. You know, I'm getting into technical analysis now. That's right. Very good voice. Uh, Voss less so, probably. Try and settle on something soon. No, keep going. Is this not... Is no, not it's thing? good. Well, yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna say Andrew Webster because I actually quite... Um, Webby. Yeah, I, I... Of all three of them. I quite, I quite respect Andrew Webster's journalism. The bloke that defamed me in the bloody Herald or the Telegraph or whatever all those years ago. Well, you wouldn't want to be throwing that word out li- uh, too lightly on um, well, public and... Well, I'm going to side with. Okay, I'm he side wrote with, a very derogatory uh, yeah. newspaper article about me yes. in the interaction I had with Tom Waterhouse at Leichhardt <laughs> Oval, which I felt was, you know, uh, yeah, derogatory. Didn't, ca- didn't cast you in a good light. Derogat- did it? Derogatory. Yeah, but but uh, that's defamation, isn't it? Well, it depends whether it happened or not. Well, it did. I'm not, I'm not here to tell a lie. Well, so, well, if it, if it happened, it's not. Oh, no, it didn't happen. No, oh. no. Well, because he called me the unwashed of rugby league. Like, I'm not the oh. unwashed of rugby league. Oh, no, no, you are. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm washed, yeah. mate. How, how, do you, how do you figure? How do you figure? Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. People listening to this. How do well, I figure called, I'm washed? Andrew Webster's called you... Um, he called me the unwashed. unwashed. <laughs> he, <laughs> said Tom, he said people... <laughs> Like these three blokes, one in particular, he singled one in, he said like three guys dangled over the fence and, you know, hurled, you know, abuse towards Tom Waterhouse said one in particular was way out of line. And he's like, and perhaps, you know, the Tom Waterhouse, who is like a well-educated person from the better end of town, you know, wasn't accepted by uh, the great unwashed of rugby league or something like that. So, yeah, felt it, you know. Oh, look, I'm not, I'm happy to say that I'm a rugby league fan and I'm part of, you know, the rugby league community, but to call me the unwashed, I think it's a little strong. Well, I'm just getting, um, I'm just getting this article up, actually. You got to, I think it was Telegraph. I think it was back when he was writing Telegraph. We're probably looking around 2012 or something. It was after a Tigers. Oh, man, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't refer to you as the great unwashed. He just says, and he's telling the unwashed of rugby league why the Tigers or Bunnies or whoever will get the catch. So, um, but I just want to, I just want to get the bit that relates to what you believe to be you. The defamatory Uh, part. The defamatory part. Uh, last Friday night at Leichhardt, this is March 30, 2013, ladies and gentlemen. Last Friday night at Leichhardt, over four blokes hung over the fence and hurled abuse at Tom Waterhouse. There's only three of us. That's his first problem. Just before he appeared on Channel 9's coverage of the Tigers-Eels game, one of the men was particularly out of line and security had to eventually move them on. Um, from, the exci- from the excited anti-gambling senators to the Twitter sphere to the fan on the hill, Wardhouse is copping it in the neck from all directions. His catchphrase, I know what punters want, has become a punchline usually about him. I don't get it. Uh, he talks a little too much. So, so that's... Mate, that's... That's all he says. No, he calls he calls us the unwashed somewhere. He, he, he does. No, down, he does. Down, he does. He does. He does. Down the track, down the track, he just says, uh, "Where is it here?" He calls us unwashed. I suspect the main problem is that he is a waterhouse. He comes from the big end of town. He's privately schooled, rounds his vows, says "gosh" instead of the f word, and he's telling the unwashed of rugby league. No, no, it is. What? Stop referring to you. He's talking to everyone. Well, he's talking. To, he started the story with us, and I figure he's ending the story with us. Anyway, well, I'll tell you what about Andrew Webster. You know what? After that, I actually don't have the massive problem with Andrew Webster. I'll tell you what, Andrew Webster as well. I actually think a lot of his, um, a lot of his earlier columns are probably more trending towards uh, the the sort of gossipy style, and a lot of his journalism of late, I believe, to be a lot more substantive. Like, for example, he's just done a really great piece on the importance of other people doing the Indigenous Marathon project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, You know, I, I know he does a lot. He is a lot more caring about those kinds of yeah, issues. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And so I'd probably be more interested in his career just because I, I think the other two, as great as they are, and that they're very great craftsmen, especially Andrew Moore, um, I'd probably just find that a little bit limiting yeah. after all. When you're Webster, you can kind of... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that went on for a bit. Webster Apologies. did a great article on, um, like, coaching and the coaching family trees right. and certain... Co- it was really just good. A bit, just a bit more to explore. Yeah. If you're Webster. No. A few more sports as well. You know, Foss and Moore do Lee. I'm a Moore's cricket. Moore's is yeah. on the cricket. All right, here. Um, last question, Chris Ricketts, who's been a, yeah. a good. You take this one. I went on a bit long. I can tell. Oh, it's all good. No, no, no. Yeah. He's he's gone. He wants a top 
10 origin moments segment. Right. Uh, here's a few in no particular order. Michael O'Connor from the touchline. While in MG, nose to nose. Alfie's return. Joey's return. The underdog heroes of 95. Mark Coyne try from hell. Benny hugging his mum covered in blood. Mm. Queensland changing the eligibility laws for Adrian Lamb. And a few others. Like I put in... I was Gerd scoring 32 points. Mm. I mean that's nine. That's a pretty good seg. That's a pretty mm. good segment. Maybe we can we can tie this over maybe to next week. You know, okay. Top five, top top five moments, something like mm. that. I was trying to think about this. Like, I was more thinking about, what about like, us the games I went to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The, the times I went to Origin, us at Lang Park has got to be good. Remember, I had you. We won that dead rubber. Uh, that was somewhere in the midst of that massive winning streak. It was 2 0. We won the dead rubber. Mm. That's when Lockyer put the bomb up. Steve yeah. Price got knocked out. Lockyer did the bomb. Yeah, we were so pissed. And then we were like jumping around. Everyone's showering us with cans and stuff. Mm. Some mm. guy tried to fight you outside the stadium. Remember mm. that? Uh, sort of. And then we went to the Caxton and I had you on my shoulders mm. and you got rained with like cans and all yeah. sorts of stuff I, feel, I, I, I mean I that enjoyed, was a pretty I remember enjoying it that's got to be in the top 10 moments yeah if I'm going top so. 10 we can go that welcome to global international relations Queensland I believe exactly but I even just liked that Um, I even just respected the idea of Lockyer putting the ball up yeah you know like they had the penalty and they're like no we're going to go and sm-. I, was, I was basically going full time instead of running the ball we're just going to go and smash these blokes was that was when um, punch from uh, it was Brett White on uh, Steve Price wasn't it this is when um, Ben Cray like Backed away from um, right. Justin Hodges, right. or that he would he never live that down. Yeah, that's right. He I'd actually put that in my top ten moments, yeah. more so for the kick. Back I just thought way. that was the kick at the end, and Queensland wanting to smash all of those guys, just physically hit them instead of take the ball up or like kick a goal or whatever, try and score a try. That was pretty origin for me. That is very origin. Yeah, nice one. Pretty sweet, mate. Great, well, mate. great to be back. God, great to have you back. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hope the listeners enjoyed that. Yeah, like happy for any feedback too. I mean, I'm like I'm I'm just re- returning after a long layoff, and uh, you know who knows what the future holds. Only God knows uh, what the future holds, and uh, it's it's you know tough going with two young kids, and you know we've got this pandemic here and whatnot. We've got a bit of origin and, and whatever. I mean, I think all we can say is we, you know we're very grateful for what you've done, Sparks. Uh, as part it's of the Spark been a pleasure. Show, and I'm just happy to, um, to you know to join in as needed. Happy to take feedback from the listeners as well. I don't actually have access to the hill anymore because I got um, uh, hacked by some Thai person. So um, it's just Tim who has that access at the moment. Oh, I can always relate mm. on though if they yeah, want to yeah, say right, you know, yeah. get in touch so get, with the hill, and I can yeah, definitely happy to take any feedback on. around how you know how to join in. Oh, you and went, whatnot, yeah. You know, if and, if and when selected. So, here's cheers. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>